0: okay, so j. p yes, Dave, let me ask you about something very important, okay, do you consider yourself a fit person?
1: Uh, uh, um, you said fit
0: <laughs> <laughs> i did okay, physically um, fit
1: i um, I would like to be more so, and I try, I do run, I do exercise, but uh, I am not s- I'm not where I once was in a good way and most definitely not where I once was in a bad way.
0: So if if your personal health journey, I love it when people call it a journey, if it were an elevator and let's say you get in on the ground floor and ground floor is like um, the worst health you've ever been personally in your life, however that is, okay, however you define it, uh, whatever weight, uh, ability to run, strength, what, however you're measuring your fitness to you. We'll get to that. And the top floor is a 10. The 10th floor is like your, your the best shape you've ever been in on whatever axis you choose to measure it.
1: So this is just confined to me, though. Just not... for you. Okay, so let's gotcha. say I,
0: get, I can go for you from the first floor from one to 10. And 10 yep. is the best you've ever been. Maybe that was when you were 19. Maybe it was two years ago. Whatever it was. So you're picturing both extremes in your mind, mm-hmm. right? What floor are you on today?
1: Well, I want to preface this by saying that I, I think I peaked at seven. So... Okay. Uh, <laughs> Um, I'd say I'm at a, oh, that, that ruins my joke now. I'm at a seven probably, seventh floor.
0: Not, which is not bad, right? That's pretty good. Right. So I guess it's all relative, right? If you're the healthiest you've ever been is still not anything that you're proud of, then that's another story. I don't know if that's true for you, but that changes the, the math.
1: I think back to like when we were in college, right? And I played a lot of basketball in college. Um, A lot of times when I shouldn't have, you remember the, seeing my
0: ankles, Right. Um, the health of your ankles being yeah. not so good, yes. Right.
1: But, you know, I was, you know, probably in addition to just my body being young, then I think I was probably as fit as I've ever been all around as far as, yeah you know, strength and stamina, things like that. But there's qualifiers with that, right? Because last year I ran a half marathon and, you know, in 1992, I'm sure I couldn't have run a half marathon. You know, but I was you know more speed being on a basketball court, more stamina like i didn't I wasn't winded very long, but i couldn't couldn't churn up the miles
0: and you were younger too, right, so you had um
1: well, it's just that my body was in better shape
0: yeah right and it it took could withstand more too so we, so if you abused it by carrying on late nights and not eating a good diet, maybe then your body could take the punishment.
1: So the, uh, we'll, 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 categorize that as my, my youth, even though it wasn't, but in my adult life,
0: uh-huh.
1: right. We'll say post-college, you know, last year was probably my, I was probably my fittest last year at the time of that half marathon. And I'm some, that was probably, we'll say that's my 10, right. And so now I'm probably somewhere around a seven. I um, can't run quite as far. I'm probably stronger than I was then, but I don't have the stamina and my, my body's a year older <laughs> and i tell you it feels it some days <laughs> do you yeah
0: oh yeah for real like how how do you feel it
1: um just more tired just you know I, you know i wear out a little bit
0: easier oh yeah i get that too
1: you know i i mean this past week i ran my longest i've run this year calendar year has been 4 miles i did that last year, this past week You know, which isn't all that, I mean, it's four miles, but it's not, you know, a year ago that was, I wasn't even doing anything less than four miles on any given day.
0: That was a a light day, right? Yeah. If you, like maybe you take a day off, but on a day you ran.
1: Yeah. Okay. But yeah. So I, you know, I try, I'm getting there trying to, you know, diet, you know,
0: trying to stick around a little bit longer. This is good. All right. So, so if I'm looking at your fitness, uh, lifestyle. So for you, it's running, it's weight, it's diet, all these things? Yes?
1: Yeah, but uh, don't confuse diet with trying to have a good diet as much as just calorie restriction.
0: So you would eat like a calorie is a calorie, right?
1: Yeah, I'll, I'll eat pizza, just less of it. So I, 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 I do track that, which does in itself lead to eating somewhat better because obviously you a slice of pizza is a significant number of the calories you should have in a day. So I'm better off eating something else, right? But no, I'm not – no, I don't necessarily eat the best foods. I just eat less of them.
0: Okay. And you said you were healthiest when you did the half marathon. Was that like – was it that achievement that really – that's why it cemented in your mind is like this was your your, your personal high because you were doing this – you did this thing you never thought possible?
1: No, well – yes and no. I mean last last year, the whole calendar year, I was I lost a lot of weight. I lost like fifty fifty pounds, right? I think at my lowest I was at one seventy two in my head was too too thin. So,
0: yeah. And, actually, and and for reference for the listeners, you're six yeah. foot ten,
1: right? <laughs> no, I'm five two. <laughs> <you> <laughs> okay. Yeah. Um
0: and
1: I, I was I was actively trying to eat better as well as count calories last year. And I was, so no, I, I, I was in pretty decent shape last year, I would say.
0: What have you done in history? So your current plans for being fit and in shape and all that, um, I, th- I said weights for you. You do weights, right? I do. Yep. Okay. And you do running. Do you running? a big one. Yep. Right. And you monitor calories, but yep. you'll have you're not in any specific diet plan, like not like an Atkins or whatever.
1: No, I'm I'm actually against those Mediterranean and all that. No, no, yeah. no. Calories in, calories out is what I tell everybody.
0: Okay, this is going to be an interesting debate. Or hold whole tight. Um, yeah. Okay. And what have you always been this way? Like what what has changed? Like when you were in college, when you were also in good shape, playing basketball all the time. Um, almost to a fault, you said. So, what it was probably less structured, or you never, you probably didn't think about it, right? I didn't what? even
1: think about it. No, I was, no, I was so active. That's the age old story, right? You're young, you're active, you pretty much eat whatever you want, and your body, you just, you just keep, you just keep going, right? And so, no, I, I never thought about diet. I mean, after college, I never thought about it other than I remember you calculated for me how many calories I was drinking in. Regular soda pop.
0: Yeah, good times. And
1: it was
0: the story I always tell
1: is it was like over two thousand calories a day. I think just in soda pop is what you calculated
0: for me. I don't remember, but it was a lot. Yeah, so that's possible.
1: And so that that switched me to diet, which is arguably better or worse depends on you know what what you're thinking is. And that was probably the most I thought about my what I put in my body until. you know, probably over the past six years or so, I've kind of gone back and forth with dieting, wanting to, you know, weigh less. But as far as the activity and going to a gym, that never really caught on until recently. So, and and the running itself is only just about a year and a half old now.
0: Yeah, I never used to run. I always used to joke personally that run, I run when chased kind of thing. But, but running now in my old age is like a really good way to mentally unhook. You know, like it forces you to to stop. I don't know if it's meditative or what, but it forces you to be a little bit more like in your own head.
1: Yeah, you have to divorce yourself from the day to day things.
0: Enough, right? Yeah. I mean your mind still goes back to it quite a bit. Like I've many times been running, I've hit the held the button down on my phone, could be listening to music, and I'll dictate a reminder. <laughs> Remember to check the whatever report, and then when I get back, I'll have like seven to dos. Um, but that's just because I'm old and that's how your brain works. Uh, hey, a little real-time follow-up. I just Googled, uh, did you know there's 800 calories in a two-liter of Pepsi?
1: Yeah, that sounds about right. It's like 120 calories per, it's like 12, 10 calories per ounce, I think is about what it works out to be. Yeah.
0: So I don't know if it was 2,000 or if you're, maybe that got built up in your mind, but, or or, or you had two two-liters plus a day. That's possible oh, too. Oh, that's easy. Yeah. 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 Four four liters of Pepsi.
1: Yeah, why not?
0: I know. Well, I know. Youth is wasted on the young. So I'll tell you my a couple of my things real quick. Yeah. So yeah, I am all about doing crazy stuff. Um, so I like to run. Um, I think you're more you're better at it, I think. I, I so like today I ran three point one miles. So when I run anymore, I run five K. And it's not a treadmill for me. I wish I could do more outside, but I just don't.
1: It's it's different. I remember when I was training last year right a lot of places online you look and see well a step is a step so you know it's 5k is 5k 10k is 10k but it's not
0: yeah it's not i don't agree with that it's
1: not at all i mean i i guess you can you can put an incline on your treadmill right to give you a little bit of what it's like but i mean i can treadmill is far easier
0: See, I've heard different people disagree with that. I have uh, friends who I would say, well, I was training. So I did a half marathon back in 2011, I'm going to yep. say, yeah, uh, a few years back. I think it was 2011. Um, and when I did mine, I was telling people I had this whole plan that I printed out that used to be on the uh, this is the, the free press Detroit marathon. And you used to be able to go to the website and you could print out a um, on their site. They had a training regimen that you could print. And since then, they've taken this down. They don't ever publish this again because people—not um, to make a lot of it—have died in the marathon.
1: Yep. And
0: yep. Um, did I tell you this story? That oh, to, uh, I don't but, know about
1: the training part. I know about the the folks who the, it, the during the event. specific race that you ran.
0: I yeah. Think. Yeah. So yeah, a quick little side note tangent. I was once in the run, and I was uh, this was a different run, not the half marathon, but I was running, and there was a person ahead of me who stumbled badly. And moved to the side and fell. And I was the per- I was the first person there. It was immediately in front of me. This was on a, a part of the when you're running, you start up in a tight bunch in one of these things. This was a 10K, I believe. That's just like the turkey trot, like a 10K kind of run. Overcast day, very, very crowded, a lot of people in costumes, like crazy. And we're running along, and this guy, I see like a drunken kind of stagger, is what it looked like to me from behind. And I stopped and like semi caught him like an, a foot from the ground and he was on the ground. And then that was it. Um, he didn't fall hard at all. He just kind of like slowly went to the ground. And I made eye contact and I saw his eyes kind of drift away. Like I'm saying this dramatically, but really, I could see like, like he had a smile on his face. I can still picture it at least and again, my memory being what worthless pretty much. But I remember like the expression, like, like almost like, like being drunk. Like not being there, like 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 being detached a little bit, and like kind of far away, look in your eyes, kind of thing. Uh, like I'm looking around trying to find a police officer. I see a police officer. I run to police officer who's who's monitoring the base. This person over here needs help, you know. And I turn back, and this person there's a doctor and a, a nurse who is there or ENT, and they were doing CPR on him. I turned around, and I had this um, weird kind of conflicting set of thoughts go through my head. One thought is, I better get running. I'm going to have a terrible time, which I'm ashamed of to say. Like, that was a thought. Yeah, yeah. I
1: wouldn't be ashamed. Uh,
0: a yeah. natural thought. It's not what, my most enlightened thought, you know? Oh, well, yeah, but okay. And then I thought, that's my guy that these people are working on. Like, I'm committed to my guy. That's my guy. Like, because I he happened to be in front of me when he immediately fell. So I was, here I am standing. This is, I don't know how, at what point, let's say four miles into... Um, a six mile run, let's say, and this guy collapsed, and he's being worked on. And there's doctors and people who are doc. You know, there are doctors, but they're in running clothes. You know, these are not doctors who are positioned. Uh, these were people who are athletes who are doing the race, and and now they're pulled into action and they're trying to help a person. And now I'm st- and Now it's like there's a crowd of people around, and there's other people trying to get space for the people who are doing work on the guy who fell. And I guess I'm running again. Like I didn't know what to do. Like what do I do? I'm like I'm I'm not I'm not offering any help. I'm standing here, so I got back to running. Um, after you know I don't know how long, probably not that long, probably a minute ninety seconds of like looking around, and then I got back to running and finished the race. And actually, while I was running, I think um, I had my headphones on, and I was able. To, this is a trend, I guess. I was able to like pinch the little microphone on the on the wire to my headphones, and I could call. Uh, my wife and tell her that someone, I think, got hurt or died, you know, had a heart attack or something on this run. run. And what we read about it later, it was actually, I think it's like um, a friend of a friend. So it's someone who actually one of my friends knew who did die, who actually died during that race. That is sad. I know um, the the eulogies and everything were all like, well, you know, he died doing what he loved, and he was a, a lot, big like. This is not a like a weekend warrior who showed up and ran and overdid it. This is someone who ran a lot and was older, like um, older than me, anyway, like fifties, fifties, like not old, old, but you know, just that was it. Um, so very.
1: This so, was right sorry. at the beginning of the
0: race, too. No, I don't remember where it was. It was well into it. I'm going to say, like, um, you know who knows, but let's say I was doing a 10 so That's like six miles, right? So probably another two miles to go. So I, I can actually picture where I was on the course, but I don't know like the mile marker or anything. So towards over halfway, um, but I didn't know what to do. Didn't do anything. eventually. I went to a police officer who then radioed. Um, and so that's my one thing, semi-appropriate behavior. But then, but then, yeah. So then I, then I didn't know what to do and I, just went back to running. Uh yeah, that's right. So, yes. So, we're all, all I guess at the context for all this fitness talk is we're all gonna So die you're anyway. saying stay away from running. Right? <laughs> we're all going to die anyway, yeah, so okay. what, yeah. what's the matter? Yeah. Um, yes that's but like my
1: bonbons, while I'm doing it. Go for that. Yeah. Sure.
0: Yeah. So, anyway, so I too like the running right? even despite the, the injuries. I I haven't done an organized run in a while though. I'm trying to think of the last one I did. I like them. I should do more. There's still time, I guess, this year to do do one before the weather turns really cold i should do one but you should what are you waiting for i have to find one there was one i was thinking about that runs almost like past my front door there's a run drugs out of town is i think the name of it like you pay your money get your t-shirt and you um whatever proceeds are left over goes to a good cause um i'm told but but just because it was right there i thought i should do that but um the timing was bad for that one i think we were it was right around a vacation or just getting back from one or whatever it was. So I didn't do it, but I like those. I should do those more. I like those. I think that's a good motivation. It's like that, that ends up, I think if you say like, um, I'm going to do this 10 K run or 5 K run, then it forces a lot of behaviors. Like it, it suddenly makes it, things get real, you know, like now you're going to have to get ready for that. Um, so that's a good way to trick your body, trick yourself, you know? Yeah. So like yeah. That.
1: I've, I've been struggling with my running lately just cause I don't, I think I had that goal last year, right? Of the half marathon. So I had a, I had a training program, you know, program, but I, I found a, something online and I printed it and I was following that, right? Like run five miles today, three miles tomorrow, five miles, a you know, day off five miles, whatever it was. Right. And now I, I don't have that. And I'm, I'm at a point where I'm get discouraged easy enough with my running right like if i'm out running we have a nice little lake here by our our home we just moved to. and if i'm going around and geez what's going on with my knee that's an i better stop and check this out you know and then once i stop it's harder to get going again or geez these headphones are falling out of my head what's going on i gotta stop and check this out so i keep thinking i need to find a race and say i'm gonna go do that so i'm obligated to move forward because right, I I mean I it was I always say I'm not a runner right and I, people would argue say well yeah, you know you ran and I was like, well yeah but I, I kind of hated every step of it right <laughs> but, <laughs> but uh, you know I, I kind of looked forward to my long run days when I would go out and do like 10 miles and just knew that you know everything else is going to go away for this yeah better, right? you know however long that's going to be two hours of running or depending on the pace right
0: yeah. Well, that was the the plan that I was saying that they don't put on the site anymore, I think, because people have died either because they followed the plan and then died and they blamed the organizers of the run. But that that's what I had, though. I had this printout that said on whatever, like on Monday of this week, you're going to run two miles. On Tuesday, you're going to run five. Then you're not going to run on Wednesday. And then on Thursday, you're going to run – I'm making this up – but you know, you're eight miles. And then you're going to have a low run. So it ended up working like this whole rhythm of you had one really, really big run throughout the week. And then it followed up with a lighter run and it kept pushing that big run farther and farther out. And this was before the 13.1 mile, 13 point whatever it was, 13 point something, I think 0.1. Um, yeah, that's right. 13.1 mile half marathon. Um, so the biggest run you do in training was something like 11 miles. Or... Yeah.
1: So you never actually run the full distance
0: Yeah, until it, your it, race, right? Right. Until the race, which I think is a great way to do it. You know, you, cause you, I didn't know. Which, by the way, also gave me some perspective, too, because I think the week before the run, I was just absolutely scared to death that I was going to turn an ankle or catch the flu yeah, or yeah. or just do something random that was going to affect my health. Like I'll, I'll give if if like the universe is telling me I'm going to break my leg this this week, I'll take two broken legs next week. You know, like I need to get through this thing. I've been training sure. for I started in May training for that half marathon, which was in the end of October, I think. Mm -hmm. So that's like five or six months of of like really hardcore running. Yeah. And I did not want to have to miss it over something small at the last minute after all that work. small like a broken leg. Sure. Well, well, it could have been small. It could have been a turned ankle. Sure. But yeah, a broken leg is more serious, at least. But I did want, after all that work, I did not want to do it. Uh, kind of interesting though. Uh by the way, at this moment, I don't know if you knew this, uh, there's a Twitter account you can follow called Agony of da feet D A feet. Um, my sister is in a right race right now. Do you know this?
1: I saw something. I said, um yeah, picture multi-leg race or something, because I saw like first leg done or something. Yeah, so true? it's
0: her it's uh, it's her and eleven other people doing a relay. Um where are they doing the relay? I want to say it's in the Pacific Northwest. I think it's Oregon, um, but I'm probably wrong on that. I could look it up. Oh, look it up and you can find out. But um, so she has, the, and she told me about this. So it's like a bunch of people, and basically it's a relay that's happening, from my understanding, continuously. So 24 hours a day, every day, this relay is happening. So
1: forever
0: <laughs> for a week or whatever, okay, to, as long right. as it takes to cross the state. So, uh, so you have to start in one scenic majestic place and end up in this other scenic majestic place. You're running outside in the elements, no matter what, uh, it's a very hilly course I'm told. And so I, I don't, I'm, I'm sure I have the specifics wrong, but I believe like my sister was like this, the people like you work out who's going to run what shift. So you might say, okay, I'll get the second shift. My shift is a six mile shift and it's mostly flat. So I'm good with that. And then, so and so will take the eight shift that starts at two a.m., and that one might be mostly uphill, um, but it's only three miles or something. I'm, you know, it's it's all over. I think it it ends up working out that your shifts all balance out and everyone runs roughly the same amount by the end. But some might have had more hilly than others, and okay. and all that. Uh, yeah, I'm looking at a
1: looking at a picture of your sister and her husband right
0: now. Okay, so. Okay, are they, cool. They're still still. Are, is it real time? Are they running right no, now?
1: No, this is. Uh, let me see. Well, this is a day ago now on the Twitter timeline. Okay. So I don't know. I don't know what they're doing right now. But.
0: Yeah. Another little story. I'll tell you, I have a little story. Uh, my sister once did a uh, short course triathlon in uh, the Chicago area and she had to do part of her swim was in Lake Michigan. And it was new technology at the time. This is everywhere now. But you had in your um, in your bib or your ankle tether, you had an ankle tether that had a chip in it with your your bib number on it so that if someone knew your number, they could go online and they could track your progress throughout the race. And I remember, this is years ago, but my parents were following my sister. And, you know, it's a swim, bike, run. So you start with the swim. And they saw her little dot move out into <laughs> Lake Michigan and then basically it stopped registering oh no so, <laughs> so it looked like she was stationary in lake michigan for a good couple hours so they were convinced that something horrible had happened uh, but it just uh, i think it all caught up or it was a timing thing or yeah the technology wasn't great or the temperature did something to defeat it or bad battery i don't know what but um yeah that's pretty great <laughs> uh, so anyway back to fitness
1: yeah so where, where are we at i mean the fitness is good obviously right
0: yeah so i do the running i do it on a treadmill although i've heard people i was saying the the one story people have told me that running on a treadmill is harder Uh, really more from a um, mental standpoint
1: mentally it can be yeah so like when i run on a treadmill i'll run you know at the gym there's a treadmill here in the house but when i go to the gym i'll run and i have recently realized that if I like pick, if I pick a certain treadmill, I can see folks who are lifting weights. And if I pick, you know, two, three, four different people, and like I count off their reps with them, especially if they look like they're struggling, and I can kind of mentally cheer them on in my head, it makes things go by a lot easier. It's like, uh, like I'm in my head. I'm like, come on, you can do one more, one more, one more. You can, oh, come on, nine. Okay, ten. Oh, there, awesome. Yeah. And, you know, you can you can kill a minute worth of time counting off somebody's reps. But, yeah, the, the mental part can be really hard, especially if you're doing farther distances. You know, I'd say anything over three miles, probably it gets it can be so tedious. So but physic physically, I think it's worlds easier.
0: Yeah, I do a small incline. I don't know how much I should do. I do a small incline on the treadmill. I run. It's it's really just five k anyway. It's three point one miles. Anytime I run, that's all I do. Um, I don't do it every day. Gosh, I don't know. Three times a week, maybe. So something like that. Um, I was doing it more, but I think I've settled on something less. So so yes, yeah, so I do that. And then as far as the diet goes, I have tried everything. I was a vegetarian for years. I was a paleo person for years. Um, I've kind of landed on I. I I do not go to I do not subscribe to the JP school of thought and that a calorie is a calorie because I have uh personally had a lot of issues with a, um like blood sugar issues where okay. I get lots of headaches if I eat um sugary stuff like that. So for me anyway, I I my goal is to have like fruits, vegetables, meats, stuff like that. So nothing processed, nothing out of a box. Nothing used not ideally and I'm not a, this is the ideal. I don't always hit the ideal, but uh, the ideal would be to never eat anything you see a commercial for. <laughs>
1: okay. So you let like, you shop around the outside of the, the food store, right? You don't go down the aisles too much.
0: Yeah. Like I do have like, um, like plain yogurt, um, is a processed food technically. And there is a lot of sugar in plain yogurt, um, despite what you might think. Um, but, but, yeah. And I do, actually, the plain yogurt, I kind of have fallen into. Now I will have, like, fruity yogurts, too, which are, again, a lot of sugar, really. But that's, like, a, kind of my one vice there. Although, uh, you know, for a treat, I, I can be seen having ice cream. You know, I'm I'm only human. Yeah. Um, a diet that
1: doesn't include ice cream is no diet.
0: <laughs> right. I don't really count calories, really. Um, I have. I don't like to do that. So I just try to. Basically, by saying I'm not going to eat any, anything but these types of foods, then that kind of gets at the same thing. I, I get there a different route. Well,
1: yeah, and to be clear, I mean, to me, a calorie is a calorie in terms of weight management, right? I'm not saying as far as like living a healthy lifestyle. I fully accept that I'm not embracing a healthy eating lifestyle.
0: I see. Okay. So we're we're actually we're looking at it the same way there. But I'm just trying I'm prioritizing that higher. Like I want to, you know, be healthier. Like so I won't eat I will not eat a pizza if you put it in front of me. That's but, too bad. That's uh, too bad. Yeah yeah, I don't know. I there's um you know the guy who writes uh Dilbert, what's his name? Scott Adams. He he's got a blog that is uh entertaining it's simultaneously entertaining and appalling. Um <laughs> Okay. He's got lots of crazy ideas. I think like one of his ideas is that I, I, he poses it as kind of like an open question, but he's th- he either truly believes or is wondering aloud if maybe we are all um, basically living inside a computer program and everything around us is a virtualization of of something. I, he yeah. may, he may truly believe that. Yeah, um, no,
1: that's it's yeah. There's, there's he's a, not alone, right? No, he's not alone at all,
0: right? Well, he had a thing about uh, dieting and food, I remember, where he said, here's the secret to being, to um, to uh, to having a diet, a successful diet. You ready for this? Here's the secret. Stop wanting to eat. Oh, that's it? That's the thing. No. And, and it sounds, well, you hear it. It's like, well, that sounds ridiculous. Uh, maybe I can find the article. i have to look for that. Um, but he said something. I've read this a long time ago, years ago. But he's basically said, like, you, you should basically just stop wanting it. That's the only way, because if you're going to try to do a game of willpower, you're going to lose, you know, like willpower kind of is like I think science has said it's it's basically treat it like a muscle. Like they've done studies where they'll have a kid who is in a lab and has a uh, like a plate of freshly cooked cookies in front of them. And and then they'll and they say you can't have the cookies, but they'll just put it there. And then after they leave it there for an hour, they take it away and they try to do some unrelated thing that takes willpower and the kid is powerless; he can't handle it. Because the kid who had to be in a room with a cookie for an hour can't have the willpower to not eat a marshmallow for ten minutes. Whereas another kid who just walks in can wait ten minutes, no problem. Right? Um, yeah, I, I,
1: a similar study I'd heard. Like if you, uh, it's the same kind of thing. So you have a, like a finite amount of willpower, right? So if you if you pass on if you pass up on something in the morning, you're less likely to pass up on something in the evening.
0: Right. So yeah. I guess latching onto that, that Scott Adams guy was saying that, well, so here's the secret is just stop wanting the stuff. And then you don't have to use your willpower. <laughs> That's all it is. That's all you have to do. And part of the way you do that is like, I don't have it ever. So if I don't ever have a pizza, then I don't ever know what I'm missing. So not that I do eat it for because I'm trying to make Scott Adams happy, just coincidentally. Right. coincidentally like. That but then I've heard
1: other people argue that like moderation does that for you as well. Right. So like if you stop eating ice cream at some point, you're just going to Got to have an ice cream.
0: Yeah, I kind of don't buy that. Because um, I feel like like we know that eating sugar in particular, like it lights up the same pleasure centers in your brain as heroin.
1: Right, but that doesn't mean it, it is heroin, though.
0: It is not heroin, heroin true. Right. But you wouldn't tell a heroin addict to just have it in moderation, would you? No, of course not. So it's a little bit of a straw man argument. But I'm just saying that for me, anyway... I can't do it far away. way. So it's easier for yeah, me to just say, fine. I'm not going to do it.
1: Yeah. I, to kind of piggyback on the other thing there is, I've, you know, when I was losing weight last year, folks were like, wow, you know, how are you, how are you doing this? I can't do it. And What's I, your secret? Oh, yeah. I would tell people, you know, when you're ready, you're ready. If you're not, and I think it's similar to that, you're not wanting to eat, right? So if you're ready to diet, lose weight, not eat as much, then you're ready. And it's still, you have to work at it, but it's not. It's not a constant battle, whereas if I just say, "Hey, I'm going to stop drinking diet Coke," then holy cow, you know, if I'm just doing it for to do it, it's going to be really hard. If I have a reason, or if I'm ready, or whatever, aspartame's given me fifty, a hundred different kinds of brain cancers, then okay, you know, whatever. <laughs> but You know, so I I I kind of agree with what he's saying, but it's it's kind of flippant just to say stop wanting to eat.
0: Yeah, that's like, the grain of truth that's in it is that yeah. like I, I, I know you're not supposed to use like food as a reward. But I have told myself like, well, if I can get to this one run that I'm going to go get myself a great big whatever blizzard at uh, Dairy Queen that I thought is taboo. But then the 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 irony in that is that when you actually do the thing to merit the award, like I did the 10, the ten mile run or whatever. I did the thing that I thought I couldn't do. And now I'm entitled to that. Because the the reward is in contradiction to the the fitness goal that you were doing, you don't want it. It's like I don't really want the thing now. Now that I, now that I've gone and done it, it like that's not appealing to me. Like I'm not just saying it, I just don't want it. I'd rather have whatever, like a nice nice glass of tea would be great. um
1: <laughs> In yeah. in my world here, Nora knows a lot of runners, right? And i like she knows this not insignificant number of people who run just so they can eat. You know, I. I Kind of see that as my, in my head that's okay,
0: yeah, it's okay too, although I just um I wonder what they're eating, like if they're eating i don't know how they can do if they're if their thing that they're having is a lot of pizza and beer, like I don't know how you can do that that's but that's fine, go for it, like i th- I think you come out on the losing end of that when you do that, but that's not that's for you to everyone's different, so yeah, fine.
1: well, and some of these people are um. You know they're like ultra runners. I don't know if you're familiar. Yeah, right. I know. Of, right. I
0: know of it. Yes.
1: So if you know if you're an ultra runner, you pretty much have to eat, right? I mean, if you're going running, if you're going to run a hundred mile race, right? I mean, you've got to eat. And I don't at that point, I don't think it matters what you eat. Like at at, at ultra running events, at the rest station, so you run like twenty five miles and then you rest. You know, they have, you know, like a waffle bars <laughs> and, you know, anything you could want to eat. You know, the, the more sugar and carbs, the better.
0: Yeah, I know. There's a run I was hearing about that I thought was hilarious. Um, what is it called? It's a beer run. Um, and yeah, they,
1: they have them here in, in uh, Twin Cities.
0: Oh, Yeah. Yeah. And I don't know if they're all the same, though. And as I understood this one to be is I think it's um, I want to say it's a 10K run. And then at every I don't know, if it, every interval, I think it's every mile It must be. I don't know where I have to look, but you have to down a beer. So like 12 ounces of beer, you get to pick the beer, You you provide your own beer. It's like, you know, they're not giving it to you. Like you have a beer waiting for you. So it better not be a really good, like high quality, heavy, dense <laughs> Guinness stout beer with a you know the ones that you can float a pencil in, you know that are they're really terrible. Um, like you buy a light thing, and by, so by the end, like you feel bloated and gross and I don't know, but but yes, so fun fun times. Yeah. So I do the I do the run I do the the uh, the healthy eating I've mm-hmm. been doing weights for quite a while now for yeah. a few months uh, like heavy 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 weights that I do in my in my home gym yeah like the the, the deadlifts the bench presses the overhead press the curls I'm doing it all doing I'm all doing the it stuff all. yep yep and I have a a Fitbit that I do. I, I believe in the gamification of the fitness. I like that mm-hmm. being a fun, but I'll tell you my, my sad story is, uh, I just got back from a vacation in Las Vegas Yep. and it was a running joke. I, we went swimming in the pool um, and, and, um, uh, though this is not going the way you're going to think it's going. Okay I, okay. I took my shirt off and I have the old, uh, six pack abs. Now I'm rocking the great big, uh, arms. I get the gun show going on. <laughs> 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 okay. This is, like, ridiculously fit for a 40-something-year-old van. Um, okay. I'm in pretty good shape. Um, and to the point where my kids were like, what is dad doing? Like, making remarks at, at their father. Hmm. So for the rest of the trip, um, my oldest boy had this running joke where he would come and say, I need to feel your abs. So he'd come running nice. up and, and he would feel the abs. I said, you know, your son, you're going to hurt yourself on that. you got to be careful. <laughs> um, and while he was rubbing my abs, um, he inadvertently uh, knocked loose my Fitbit. And my Fitbit was lost. I lost my Fitbit. The little, oh, no. The one that you put on your belt, you know, my, yeah, that, yeah. that model. I've had that for mm-hmm. years, years yeah. and years. Same one. And, um, and yes, lost forever in the fields in Las Vegas because my abs were too enticing to my children.
1: I understand. That's um, we've all disturbing,
0: really. We, <laughs> we've all been there, haven't we? <laughs> not, um, well, not entirely, but, yeah. But the the happy ending of the story is just yesterday. I yeah. was complaining about how sad I was that I keep, I keep like my hand goes to the spot on my hip where that Fitbit has been mm-hmm. on my belt for years and years and it's not there. And mm-hmm. I like, oh shoot, I yeah, that's right, I lost it. And I was doing it all the time and it was kind of a game, you know, the gamification of fitness. I was yeah. checking to make sure I got my 10,000 steps was my goal every day, um, which is pretty easy if you run. But if I don't run, it's not an easy day at all it'd be, to get that. It can be tricky, yeah. Yeah, mostly office job, very hard. Um, but I, we realized I had gotten my wife a, um, the Fitbit, I don't remember the model, I'm going to say Charge, it's probably not right. Um, it's one of, not the biggest one, but it's the one that you wear in your yeah, wrist, the you know?
1: Charge, and there's the Charge HR that I have.
0: What's the one below the Charge, do you know?
1: Um, Flex, I think. Oh. So it it doesn't have, yeah,
0: yeah. I should exactly look. That's exactly what it is. I don't know which I'm looking one. Uh... Right,
1: I'm looking right now because I was just going to give you a hard time about our step count. But yeah, keep going. I'll, I'll get back to you.
0: Well, I'm going to look at the one to see which one. But I, I got Charge, killed. charge. Yeah, the flex. So
1: it just has like five little light, light ups on it. It doesn't have, won't show you a clock. This mm-hmm. one shows yes. a clock. So that so might that's be a, a charge. That's a charge. Like, okay. Yeah.
0: So I got, I got my wife the uh, charge uh, mm-hmm. for Christmas, I think it was. And she got it. She liked it. She was excited about it. She wore it for like two weeks and then the little button popped off the side. Oh, really? Yep. So, huh. so I, uh, I, we'd just gotten, I bought it through Amazon. Um, I emailed, uh, Fitbit they had, and said, Hey, we just had this for two weeks. Um, the thing, little button broke off and it can't snap back in. It's just not there. Um, and they wrote back and said, Oh, can you send me like your receipt, which I had from, uh, Amazon and sent it over to them. And um, they said, we'll take care of it. And next thing you know, we got one in the mail. And cool. so I never, so we took the one that she had and she just threw it in her nightstand and then she wore the other one. She's been wearing it ever since. Very happy with it. She likes it a lot. Mm-hmm. And then mine was missing. And we thought, you know, that button one that was working broke off, but it, um, on her, the one that, the defective one that I got for her, but we still have it still in a drawer. Okay. Uh, and I think it was still counting steps. So you just yesterday, we got it out. I plugged it in, charged it, put it on my wrist. And I've been wearing that since yesterday. Okay. So I haven't been tracking steps for like the weeks while it was my other one was lost and it didn't sink right. and I was very sad. Um I still missed that other one. That was such a dependable device. But now here mm-hmm. now I got this one on my wrist. And I didn't know this. You might know. Did you ever have this model, the Charge, or the which one I see? I have the
1: Charge HR, so it's you got the similar. Mac Daddy just, one, right? No, no, no. That's the Surge. The Surge has got oh. like GPS in it and all kinds of craziness. Gotcha. This okay. one is just like yours, but it tracks my
0: heart rate. I see. Okay, so this one I don't on yours is probably the same way. If you tap the face, mm-hmm. you can do that as opposed to hitting the button. I believe.
1: Yeah, if you double tap it, it'll bring up one thing.
0: And then I think if I'm now, now
1: now they, yeah, they had a, an update where you can tap through it.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So, so now I can do that. I just tap through it. um So now that button not being there. Doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. Nice. So like maybe water I'll get in it if I sweat or something and I'll break, but like, I'm like all excited about this. This is awesome now. Yeah. So this was like in a drawer gathering dust and now like i think i upgraded here i was totally ready to buy another one and i thought mm-hmm. like well if i'm gonna buy one do i want the wrist one because the one on your hip you are more likely to lose and i, I would check it like it's kind of like every few steps i would my i would my hand would uh just without on its own it would just seek out the spot and just check to make sure i hadn't lost it okay and i had a lot of near misses over the years like uh paying for groceries at the checkout and my youngest son Hold is holding it, hands it to me because I had just dropped it when I reached for my wallet, and <laughs> mm-hmm. you know stuff like that. But uh, somehow I had maintained it all this time until my rock hard abs became a source became of... an
1: issue. Yes,
0: well, that's... Uh, there's a the moral of that story, JP.
1: It's the unspoken consequences of being fit.
0: There's a hidden cost. <laughs> there Surely there's is. There's a negative externality to being mm-hmm. fit. So. So yes. Oh, and the other thing I was going to tell you, just because this is crazy, but I'm going on too long for this, but uh, well, that's fine. We'll edit this. But I have, uh, so I wanted to try to work out and gain muscle. Yeah. So have I told you this? The, the, yeah,
1: yeah, you did the thing where you, you ate, you put on weight. I had
0: to eat like crazy. Yeah. yeah. So I didn't want my weight to be higher necessarily, but every the research I did on this, and maybe this is data research, but the research I read said- you know, basically you can gain muscle or lose fat, but fat doesn't become muscle, right? Well, that much we know. But that means if you want to have, let's say, five pounds more muscle, but weigh the same, what you probably ought to do is gain, let's say, 10 pounds while you're working out. Some of that will be fat, some of that will be muscle. And then, after you've done that, and as you've watched the scale go up and up and up and up and up deliberately well past where you wanted it to keep going, <laughs> um then you should cut at the end and and now try to cut all that fat right, and ideally, you end up if all goes well where you're at, so I'm on a cut right now i'm still try i I gained all this weight, a lot of muscle, and I probably ought to lose another three pounds four pounds to get where I was, so okay, so I don't think this is healthy to be honest, but um Anyway, that's what I'm doing. Just uh, again, making it into a game. That's what I think the whole bottom line for me is, is that how you can make fitness work. My fitness guru advice to the world is make make it a game that interests you. And, and that's going to be different for everyone. So for me, it's a Fitbit and it's uh, making a diet that is absolutist where there is no gray area. Do not eat any foods on this list. Only eat foods on this list. Because that's fun. <laughs> well, it's a game. It's a challenge now. yeah, it, It's yeah. fun when you've done it. You know, it's uh, it takes the guesswork out like, well, I can have this, but is one bite too much or how much is too much? Well, I can have an extra, you know, two bites, but then I have to have a little bit less of something else later. It complicates it. It's not a bright line anymore. Hmm. You know, like you're with your whole calorie thing. Eventually you hit the threshold of calories. But what you do within the calorie count could be whatever. That makes right. sense. To me, that's harder. Right. So, to me, it's right. like, like, don't even worry about it, but you can't eat pizza. <laughs> and then, uh-huh. And if you don't eat pizza long enough. You stop wanting it. And now we're back to the whole, just stop wanting it. I think,
1: you know, I think we've come to our first differences. You
0: know? Interesting. So tell Interesting. me, sum up for yeah. me. How are we different?
1: Well, I think, uh, well, the moderation thing, I think I'm a full full on fan of, whereas you think maybe not so much that, you know, I can have, I can plan out my pizza eating if I want. I can plan out my ice cream eating if I want. Mm-hmm. Um, And you're just kind of, you know. Crazy <laughs> militant diet, boy, yeah,
0: yeah, I think the I don't think you said something too wrong, I'll just to put a to put a point on what you said, yeah, yeah, not that I don't think moderation will work, I think moderation is for you, it doesn't work, um yeah, i actually, I think probably for most people, the reason why there's a lot more obesity is that moderation is a lot harder than people think,,
1: hmm.
0: not saying it's not possible, um that's willpower is a muscle, right? So, that's right. you can have so many calories and then you stop. That's hard. Where, you know, who who among us hasn't eaten a whole bag of Doritos at one sitting, right? Because for all the reasons, right? The people who make the Doritos, they concocted their taste in a laboratory. They actually have a, you know, the profile so that it will linger on the tongue for a certain amount of time, but not too long, just to give you enough of a hit that you want to have another bite. Like there's a whole science Tricking you into eating, like not to get all black cat conspiracy theory on the thing, but <laughs> but right, that's how they make their money, that's their revenue model. Sure. That they want you to eat a lot of their food, and they don't, and so don't eat anything that you see a commercial for, and thing gets a little easier. There you go, boom, there it is, boom, drop the money again. All right, so yes, so, so yeah, but all in all, though, what are the similarities here? Fitness is still a worthy goal, we're going about it yeah, a little we differently,
1: into running, weight, weightlifting. Uh-huh. Um, uh Both, yeah, have, I mean, both have rock hard abs. No, we don't. No. <laughs> no. no, no. I used to.
0: Well, I used to. I, I didn't know. used to. So yeah,
1: we'll see. We'll, well, we'll meet in the middle at some point. Deal. <laughs> we'll have semi flaccid abs at some point. And <laughs> <laughs> everything will be great. I
0: think so. we found our show title of semi flaccid abs.